Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. This week we hear from Deacon Gonzalo. The third Sunday of Advent, which we are celebrating today, always has the special characteristic of joy. In fact, it is called Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete is Latin for rejoice. Why does it have that name? I should explain that in the old rite, every Sunday Mass began with a special chant called the introit. Each Sunday had its own specific introit chant, and the words of it were taken from Scripture. Well, the introit for today, the third Sunday of Advent, the words are taken from Philippians 4.4. Gaudete in Domino Semper. Rejoice in the Lord always. Since the first word of today's introit is Gaudete, today, the third Sunday of Advent, became known as Gaudete Sunday. In truth, everything today speaks of joy. The readings, the prayers, even the colors used. As you notice, the liturgical vestments today are rose-colored, brighter and happier than your customary purple. It is a joy of anticipation, of anxious waiting, of ardent longing like the joy of the engaged couple, dreaming of the day when they will seal their union and become one flesh. The joy of the expectant mother, longing to bring forth into the world the precious creature in her womb. But in order for us to rejoice, as the church invites us to do, we must understand what joy truly is. I should tell you that joy is a passion or emotion. It is what we experience when we come to possess that which we love. Before we possess it, we desire it. Once we possess it, we no longer desire, but rather rejoice in it. Sometimes we can even experience joy before we actually possess that which we desire, simply because we have an anticipated joy. We expect to possess it soon, and this solid expectation produces, produces an anticipated joy. In fact, that is the joy of today. Because although Christ has not yet been born, we know that each day draws us nearer to his glorious nativity. This is the joy of the Blessed Virgin Mary on the days prior to her holy and miraculous delivery when she longed for the Lord with ardent longing and expectation. As you can deduce, 
Joy is intimately linked with love. We only really rejoice in that which we love. Hence why the Lord says in the Gospel, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Your treasure means your love. Because to treasure something is to love it. Your heart means your joy. Because just as the heart is the life of the body, so joy is like the life of the soul. It is as if you were to say, where your love is, there will your joy be also. Those things that you love will give you your joy. Some men rejoice in money. Some rejoice in knowledge, honor, pleasure. Now we understand why. Because that is what they love. It follows that if we wish to rejoice greatly in the Lord, we must love Him greatly. Someone here will say to me, But sir, I, I do love God. Why then do I not experience that joy of which you speak? Ah, dear friend, you must understand that the degree of joy corresponds to the degree of love. Yes, you say you love God, but how much? Do you love Him more than any other single thing? Do you love Him more than every single thing combined? Would you rather lose everything than lose Him? If you do not experience such great joy in the Lord, it is simply because you do not have so much love for Him. The greater your love is, the greater your joy will be. And this not only in this life, but also in the next. Hence why those who had the greater love on earth will have the greater joy in heaven. Therefore, if you wish to rejoice greatly in the Lord, you must increase your love for God. O oh God, how little we love Thee! How slow our hearts to long for Thee, our lips to praise Thee, our minds to think on Thee. And why is it that we love Thee so little? Because we love ourselves so much. It is true, beloved brothers and sisters. We love ourselves. We love to do as we please and to hear ourselves flattered and to search out our comfort and delight. The more you love yourself, the less you love God. And this is why the Lord says in the Gospel, you cannot love both God and mammon. In other words, if you love yourself, then you cannot love God as much. We only have one heart and it will inevitably be divided between that which we love. Therefore, if we wish to love God more, we must begin by loving ourselves less. But how exactly do we have to do this? 
Do we have to go around hating ourselves? Starve ourselves? Depriving ourselves of necessary sleep and proper clothing? Certainly not. More than deny our bodies, we must deny our pride. Pride is the root of self-love. It is those who are proud, who thinking themselves to be so wise and so intelligent and so virtuous and so grand, love themselves out of proportion. Therefore, if we truly wish to love ourselves less and God more, what we need is humility. Take John the Baptist, for example. We heard about him in today's Gospel. There is no doubt he was a most humble man, supremely humble. When the Jews came to him to find out if he was the Messiah, what did he say? It was his chance for fame and honor. But he said, I am not the Christ. He knew he was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. Then they asked him if he was Elijah, who was supposed to come before the Messiah. Now here is something interesting. Even though St. John was not physically the prophet Elijah reincarnated, he did come in the spirit of Elijah. And he came with the mission of Elijah. And even our Lord himself in another passage of the gospel said to his disciples that John was Elijah. He could have said yes, but what did he say? No, I am not. Do you see? Without strictly lying, he denies even what he could accept for humility's sake. When they finally ask him, who are you? His profound humility is seen even more clearly. I am the voice of one crying in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. It is as if he were to say, I am not even a man. I am a mere voice that is heard in one moment and passes away in the next. And the one coming after me is so much greater that I, poor creature that I am, am not even worthy to bend down before him and untie the straps of his sandals. Oh, marvelous humility! What self-abasement! It was this virtue that lifted up St. John the Baptist to such exalted heights in heaven. Because as the Lord says, whoever humbles himself will be exalted. And because St. John was so humble, he rejoiced greatly in the Lord. In fact, the words of today's first reading can be applied to him. 
because he can truly say, I rejoice greatly in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. What is this robe of salvation, I ask? What is this mantle of justice? If not, sanctifying grace, which St. John had from before he was born. As Gabriel said to his father, Zechariah, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. This glorious saint truly loved the Lord with all his heart and ardently longed for him. And that is why he rejoiced greatly in Christ. He sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. Therefore, beloved brothers and sisters, as Christmas approaches, let us strive to be humble. Remember that God became an infant so that you would become little like a child. He was born in a small cave so that you would have to bow your head to enter it. He was laid in a lowly manger so that you would have to kneel down to behold him closely. This is the mystery of the Lord's nativity. God comes to us in humility so that we will return to him in humility. If you are humble, he will rejoice in you. If you are little, you will be his delight. For his desire is not for lofty places, and his joy is not in seats of honor. Rather, just as he chose a small cave in which to be born, so does he choose poor and lowly souls in which to make his dwelling. Are you small? Are you little? Do not be afraid. He loves you who said, let the little children come to me. And when you come to him on Christmas, when you approach with a humble heart to receive him in the blessed sacrament, in Holy Communion, then you will discover that it is the lowly who will see him. It is the poor who will possess him. It is the humble who will enjoy him forever. To him be glory and love, who with the Father and the Holy Spirit is God adored. Amen.